grace to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our risen Lord, Jesus Christ. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Very good. Good morning, church. I am so glad you are here. This is one of my favorite days of the year. And I love the energy. I love having you here, our guests and visitors and family and friends. Welcome. If you scroll through uh, online media as often as I do, you've seen the links. They're called clickbait. They're websites trying to get your attention. And they feature a headline that says something like, you'll never believe what happened next. Or you'll never believe how this dog got out of this burning building. Or you'll never believe who's following you. Well, I gotta click that. To find out the rest of the story, that's a Paul Harvey reference for those of you of a certain generation. All you have to do is click. And you'll find there a website with some weak blog post or a news story that's not nearly as unbelievable as you had hoped. Probably some advertising for medical hair restoration or worse. But why do we do it? Why do we click? Why do we go down that road? Why is it so attractive? Is it that humans just want to believe amazing things? Do we long to see something that is more than we could imagine? Am I just spending too much time online? Don't answer that. This Easter morning, we come to hear another story that some find completely unbelievable. Jesus, you know the one who healed the sick, who fed thousands, who brought the dead to life and was known as the Son of God, that Jesus? He died on a cross. And they nailed him to it. He died there and they put him in a tomb with a big old rock in front of it. And he was there three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He was certainly totally, believably dead. And these two women named Mary went to the tomb and you'll never believe what happened next. There was an earthquake and an angel. The guards went stone cold like dead men. And the angel talked to them and told them not to be afraid. Yeah, right. And he told them Jesus, remember the died, the cross, all that stuff? Jesus was alive. And the angel reminds them that Jesus told them this would happen. Like, come on, dummy, you should have known this, right? He's been raised just as he said. Come, see. And so they went into the tomb. It's generally frowned upon in those days and probably still is now to be walking into tombs. That's for dead people, not living people. Not for these women, but they were astonished, afraid, nervous, probably, but they looked in anyway. And what they saw, they could not believe. Who would believe them when they told the story? All those men who drifted away, the one who denied his friend, Peter, who called him Savior, the Messiah, Jesus. Judas, Judas betrayed him 
His disciples, they all went into hiding. They knew Jesus was dead. They saw it. The one they thought was the real Messiah died like a criminal. A robber was set free instead of their king of kings. This journey, this amazing ministry, their hope had come to an end. So they went away. But those women, they stayed. They watched. Those stayed close to the cross and watched him laid in the tomb and even in their fear and grief went there on the third day. What did they expect to see? They knew the tomb would be closed. They didn't know they could get in. They knew the rock was there. The guards were there. Yet they went anyway. These faithful women, they did believe in him. They loved him. They watched him, stayed with him, and somehow they believed. The word that we hear today might sound like too much to believe for us. It is often for the world, but that's exactly what it calls each of us to do, to believe, to faithfully trust in this promise that Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive, just like he said he would be. The one who was faithful unto death, fulfilling the will of God, who lays down his own life and was raised to life, that you would believe that he is really the savior of the world, the firstborn of a new creation. But for me on my own, for us, it's hard to believe sometimes. It's hard to believe, especially when we retreat into our own hiding places, our own fears, our grief, our despair. And the world still groans in pain as tragedies seem to pile up. There are plenty of reasons to doubt this good news. 200 dead just this morning as they went to worship in Sri Lanka. School shootings, racism, hate crimes, terrorism here and abroad, war overseas, and violence persisting in our own cities. We suffer too, and we struggle to believe. But the angel gave those women a job to do. You can imagine them leaving the place blurry-eyed, in shock, shaking on their way, but they went to go and share the news with the disciples. He's not in the tomb. We were just there. He's headed to Galilee. And if you want to see him, you'll go too. They went to share the news. And what news they had to tell. Could you imagine being on the receiving end of that message that first Easter morning? Would it be welcome? Confusing? Would it make you angry? Afraid? Would it seem like an idle tale? Luke's gospel has the disciples failing to believe the women. We talked in our Bible study class a few weeks ago about sharing this good news of Jesus with our neighbors. And as is often the case, we tend to think they need to hear this news. I'm going to give it to them. Those people out there, yeah, they need Jesus. They do. It's not wrong. We assume maybe they've heard it all before. They're not going to want to hear it from me. Or we think about people in deep need, people who are hungry, homeless, alone, sick, dying. They need Jesus, don't they? They need me to get out there and share that good news. But we don't often start by thinking about ourselves, in this case, every other time we do. 
But what about us? Don't we need to share this good news? I think we do. And why wouldn't we? Jesus, the Son of God who has overcome death, who is no longer in a grave but is living, riding with us, carrying us, standing with us to share all that we have and being good news for us all as we walk with those in need calls us to believe and to share that good news with others. That's what we're for. We need that good news shared back to us, too. I had heard about Jesus my whole life. I had gone to the good Lutheran church, St. Paul Lutheran Church in Boca Raton, Florida. As a young man, I went there until I was in the second grade. That should be long enough, right? <laughs> well, I left for a while. Went every now and then as I got older. It wasn't until I was almost 30 years old that I heard the gospel. The good news of Jesus liberating love and it reached into my heart and my brain and my spine and the hair on my neck stood up and I was made to feel truly alive. I don't know what it was that day, but it happened and I heard it and I wanted more and I wanted to know all about Jesus and this new life and the Bible and God's grace and forgiveness and kindness and steadfast love and generous mercy. That's the picture that's what it's about. And when we share that story of Jesus, we open up this possibility of new life for others too. And the Spirit ignites a spark in us, in our own lives, of faith that draw us deeper into it. Into that faith and fellowship and peace. It might have been too much for Mary and Mary to believe at first... But then as they turn to go on their way, faithfully, dutifully carrying out this mission to share the good news, the risen Jesus greets them. Shalom, greetings, karate is the word he uses in Greek in Matthew's gospel. It means, plainly, rejoice. It's a common greeting, rejoice. We'd like to hear that too. But so profound to hear it from the lips of Jesus right there on the road with these women. More than just happiness. Must have been shocking. Like, imagine opening your birthday presents first thing in the morning and finding exactly what you never thought you would see. Okay, maybe it's like the Vegas Golden Knights winning a Stanley Cup. Oh, you like that one. It's like, okay, comic book fans, it's like Earth's mightiest heroes coming together and making a movie that doesn't suck. Do not be afraid. Rejoice with your whole body and soul and mind. Can we do that? Believe, share, and rejoice, church. And to know that Jesus is alive is pure joy. Imagine their shock at seeing him right there with him. And they hold on to him. They won't let go. They grab his feet and they worship him. And they rejoice to know it was really true. They rejoiced in his presence. And they could do nothing else. Three days ago, we gathered at the foot of the cross to hear the story again of Jesus suffering a brutal death. The end of hope and the dream for a new kingdom. A new Jerusalem, the disciples abandoning their teacher and friend and women who waited there. In grief, but in faith, waiting to move forward again. They watched. They stayed and they went to the tomb. 
Then they believed and they shared and they rejoiced. That's what we are called to do. Believe even when it's hard, even when the world says this cannot be so. The Spirit helps us. We are commanded to go and share the good news. Jesus said so for our sake and for others. We are made, created to be in relationship with Jesus and to rejoice at all times. Again, I say rejoice. I can see Jesus just standing there looking at these women around his feet and loving them and knowing what was about to come next like a smirk on his face. You know it. The story was just beginning. And so is yours. If this Easter morning is your first, your 50th, your 80th, your 94th, this can be a new beginning too. Because this is Resurrection Sunday. It's all about new life. And every Sunday is a little Easter when we hear the good news of Jesus risen from the grave. He is alive, and everything, everything is made new. Everything redeemed in that cross is given new life in this resurrection. The abundant life Jesus promises begins here and now. And it's for you, and for you, and for you, and for you, and for me too, and for all the world. For our children and our friends and our enemies too and our grandparents and our guests and everyone we meet, Jesus was dead and now he's alive. So believe and share and rejoice. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.